Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate your presence once again and I hope you're having a great weekend. So earlier today I gave a, a small conference, a small talk on Dalit is not Hindu, it's Hebrew. You're uh, welcome to listen to one of my podcasts on it, but it will be posted online soon and, and I will give you the link. And so hopefully you can take a look at that conversation and have your own questions on it and spread the news because that is a campaign that we want to do, the Dalit files. Spread the message that Dalit is not a Hindu concept, it's a Hebrew concept. On that note, we're going to get to today's topic and I'm going to start off right off the bat. The, I was listening to a YouTube video. Um, one of the journalists, I'm not going to take his name, um, and very clearly he was having his conversation. At the end of the conversation, he says, well, we know that the BJP has a communal instinct. That means it is it is littered and it's brainwashed and it's structured to create communal disharmony. Um, very a violent, giving the impression that it's a violent group, it's conflictual, it's all about causing conflict, aggression, and it's never at peace, it always disturbs everyone else, and that they are the root of the problem. Conflict starts with them and the others are all peaceful. And it got under my skin. I have to say I was angry. Okay, I should not have, but I got angry. And I'm going to do today's podcast on this concept. Is the BJP a natural, has natural communal instinct? So uh, in reality, the journalist and the press, okay, worldwide press and especially Indian press are against Hindus, but they cannot say it. So they say BJP. Okay, they say BJP, BJP, RSS, RSS, but they cannot stand the dharmic point of view, the Hindu point of view. They have brainwashed them that uh, themselves that pig, uh, Hindus are pagans, Hindus are idolaters, uh, Hindus are kufar, Hindus are untouchable, and they have had this uh, perception drilled it into the heads of every single person who is non-dharmic for the last. Uh, 3,000 years and of recently the last 70 years, they've done everything. They cannot stand the fact that uh, we have resisted the invasion, <coughs> excuse me, an occupation of the subcontinent by the uh, Europeans, the Christian invaders and the Islamic invaders. They just cannot stand it that we were, we were more intelligent than them, we are more... Um, knowledgeable of them, we are more ancient than them, and we did not submit to their ignorance. And so this colonial hangover and this hatred or this distaste for anything non-Abrahamic and their supremacy is camouflaged in the perception of thought, which is uh, spread out by the news and, and brainwashed into the Indian psychic and the psychic of people of the world. So they cannot say Hindus because then it'll be, oh, they will be against their secular and multiculturalism. So they say the BJP, the BJP is fascist, the BJP is communal, but we know what they're trying to say under the table. By perception of numbers, the name... Uh, by the perception of numbers, the name, they name minorities as innocent. 
Okay, minorities are innocent. No, I'm saying this as an ex-Roman Catholic, an ex-Christian. Very important, okay? I'm not saying this as someone who grew up Hindu. And I know what goes on behind the scenes. I lived it all my childhood. I've lived it all my life. I know what they do behind the scenes and what they, what they say. So perception. Why perception? Of, of minorities? Because we're relics of the Congress uh, were relics of colonial empires. And the Cong- we were, our establishment was bought out by the Congress in the 1940s. The Congress wanted power and did not care how they got the power. So they used the Padres, the Christian Padres, as bots and the Muslim mullahs to heckle, brainwash and occupy rent-free space in our minds. Then used us once we were heckled, once we were chastised, once we were broken and once we were brainwashed, they used us to colonize other people and convert other people into their ideology in ideology and then into their political appeasement uh, plantation so um, they said they would they clearly go around heckling people to brainwash them to vote congress vote congress vote congress um, and from there onwards then they give you out to to um, to uh, convert people and then say, oh, no, no, it's the Hindus are heckling. But behind the scenes, they are heckling all the way. And that this communal spirit, communal distrust and instinct, it was causing the problem, not the BJP on the outside. It's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. It's not the BJP that's hurting us on the inside. They don't come into our homes and burn us. They don't lynch us in our homes. We are the ones who are lynching and are being lynched by our own people on the inside to submit to their colonial hangover. So we're lynched on the inside, we are negated, we are chastised on the inside, and then sent out to do the same work so the violence in the home will transfer to the violence on the streets. Uh, but that is why the, the, the Bible, the New Testament, Matthew chapter 7, verse uh, 13 or 12, if I'm not mistaken, ask not what others do unto you, ask what you do unto others. Our lives are not a fish market, but we've been made into a fish market. Um, They heckle us with uh, this fabricated dreams that they... um, the fabricated dreams of going to heaven. We are so different. We are special. We are different. We are not like the Hindu caste. We are not like the Hindu Dalits. We are special. We're different. We are superior. We are of superior ideology. We owe allegiance to a foreign state in, in, in the Vatican or they owe allegiance to, uh, to the Ummah, which is outside India, to Pakistan, to Saudi Arabia, to the Muslim Brotherhood, to Turkey, but they will never let us uh, be full class Indian citizens. The fish market that is our childhood and our homes then transfers the fish market on the street and then they say that the BJP has a communal instinct. I am very sorry, no. The communal instinct is a three fingers pointing back at us. Um, so they starve us out of economics. They starve us out of financing. They take our money. They brainwash us. We have to give part of our money to them for their continual generational antics they starve us out of opportunities because they have negated our mind they have taken put us 
fear into our mind. They've taken away our confidence. So we do not create opportunities, neither do we allow to access opportunities. When we do not do that, then we get, uh, we, we, all we do is blame the other side. We have no social support except their relics of the empires who control us. Then they send their bots, their padres, their mullahs. Do you not think that people would, will retaliate? Are we supposed to give up our civilization ethos to continue this 3,000-year-old bloodshed? No, I don't think so. You think the Hindus are just going, oh, yes, of course, come walk over me, of course. Um, and, and I'm going to give up my civilization for you. Of course, I'm going to convert all my temples into churches, into mosques, into madrasas. I'm going to give up everything, and you can take it over. And of course, and you, we can all go to heaven together. Until then, you're not going to heaven. So, yeah, we'll give it up to you. You think someone's going to say that? They want uh, Palestine back. Why? Because it's their civilization, Okay. Perfect. Why should we have to give up our civilization? Oh, because there are other Christians and other uh, Christians and Muslims. Okay, so the Jews do you, in 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 Israel. Do you not take care about them? You don't care about others when it comes to you, but we have to care about you all the time. Why? Because you're minorities? No, um, we've always been, Christians and Hindus and, and Muslims have always been minorities. So why in the world should uh, you bother about your, your minority status now? Because it's a perception. That's all it is. And the media is playing this perception and they are driving this journey that the BJP has a communal instinct, but it's a three fingers pointing back at them and the media is complicit in this narrative building so why does the congress divide and rule by pointing fingers at hindus why who are the real communal people here the sick media who run this narrative they are paid and they run the narrative of the government of the of the left to 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 survive because if they don't do the government's dirty work uh, they won't survive and and so for Rahul Gandhi in Cambridge to say very clearly, um, oh the the BJP controls the media and the academia. If the BJP controls the media and the academia, then he wouldn't be saying what he is. His media, his leftist media that controls the academia for seventy years, and the left houses, uh, media houses are spitting fire left, right, and center. So how is the BJP controlling the media for bots in in Europe? And, and brainwash people in Europe and the Abrahamic world who don't know what's going on in the inside, they will believe this. And through them, they will stop people from coming to India to, to, uh, uh, for tourism. They will stop people investing in India for foreign investments. That's why FDI has gone out. They will stop, in, they will stop in the, uh, foreigners from buying India's goods and services. And when the economy tanks, when there's a recession, then they say, oh, Look, the BJP is not doing what he was. So outside, they are painting a negative picture of India because they are not in control. They don't have power. And in their sick supremacist minds, only they can have power because only they have the rhetoric and only they know every, all the values, but everyone else is a slave to their minds and we are filthy slaves, najas, kufar, and we have to give up our mentality in order to go forward. But when that doesn't work, then they stop people, they brainwash the planet to stop foreign investment, to stop doing business, to stop buying Indian uh, 
products. Um, and then after they say, oh, well, look, the, the economy is down. We don't have any jobs. So if you don't have any jobs, do you, do you not think that you should push for Indian economics by using a positive rhetoric instead of a negative rhetoric, get Indian uh, um, promote Indian economics all over the world, promote Indian investment, in the foreign investment in India all over the world. No, you go with a negative rhetoric only for you to suck onto power. That's the only thing you can do. Fish market heckling, and this is what they do. This is what they've done for 70 years. Why? Why do you want to go against the country when, you, when your goal is to resurrect the nation? Whether you're in power or someone else is in power, does it matter? Or does it matter that your supremacist ideology brainwash and rent-free space that it's occupied, even in your own mind, cannot see two feet beyond your nose? You're so hungry for power that it does not... It does not stick with you that you're causing a decline of a civilization. You will continue on that road until you hit your head against the wall. You sink in the sand. But the people of this land know better. And we are not going to take give up a civilization for sick socialist Marxist flattered people uh, who only know how to invade others and, and cry victimhood. Well, hardship is not victimhood. Hardship is hardship, is work, is part of the cycle. Victimhood is flat earth theory, people, and that is something that you have to understand. Socialist Marxist Abrahamic world is flat earth. Um, so if these fabricated minorities in reality relics of empires, for 1,500 years uh, they've had most of the power, yet they lose, when they lose, they are minorities. Why? Why are they scared of their own shadows? Narrative building, perceptions of your mind, that's all it is. Because we're still the same currents and waves. Go to the beach, look at the ocean, and you see waves. What's causing the waves? The, the currents. It's, so it's our currents that form the waves. We are cyclic currents. We are currents and waves in frequencies, and that's who our metaphysical is. And so... It's not going to change. This narrative is not going to change the cycle. We're still going to play out everything that's in our mind. But the, the indoctrination of this fish market heckling of our minds to occupy rent-free space will manifest on the outside. And this manifestation of our negativity on the outside is our fault. It's our currents that form the waves. But they don't know that because they're flatter theory, power-centric slave owners, and they cannot see that we have their hangover is over. So they continue with the narrative building, the perception of your mind, and they continue with the Hindu is the worst thing that ever happened to the planet. They have invested all their energies in spitting at the Hindus instead of asking them, of joining dots, looking at their own ancestors who had to go through this uh, crime that of invasion and occupation on this land and a lot of our ancestors who migrated from other lands and came to this uh, land of Hindustan only to flee from the Abrahamic uh, ignorance and the wars and now these Abrahamic people are here they've brainwashed our own people to to divide us and we are 
we are playing the card. So who started with this minority building? Who gave the establishment the right to call us minorities? Um, started with Gandhi when he wanted uh, when he wanted independence. Jinnah was fighting for both Hindus and Muslims against the British. Gandhi comes on the scene and he creates a havoc. Jinnah doesn't like him, and then he uses the Caliphate movement to uh, play politics. Uh, that means in use religion and politics together to get back the to save the Ottoman Empire. Jinnah doesn't like it, and so they split. Once they split, um, Gandhi gives these mercenaries, uh, these guerrilla warfare people, uh, free playing card to do what they want. They 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 kill Hindus, they kill non-Muslims because we refuse to stand up and and help the Ottoman Empire. And as a result of which, this, this free blank check to the Caliphate movement caused violence after violence. Gandhi kept quiet, so he was responsible for the violence. But in the front, he pretended to be non-violent. In the back, he used violence. He played the divide and rule. He broke up the Muslims into three different flanks. Jinnah left. In, in the beginning, he did not want a separate Pakistan. He wanted to stay within the dominion of India with separate Muslim electorates, uh, where the uh, Muslims control those areas, which are today Pakistan and Bangladesh. It did not work. Gandhi and Nehru antagonized him further with their socialism. Suffocation did not work any further. When Gandhi and Nehru were, were jailed in 1942 for the Quick India Movement, he used that space and then he started asking for Pakistan. He still had one last ditch effort, but it did not work because Gandhi and his and, and Nehru were such sick socialist people, suffocating people that believe that only their way or the highway, there is no compromise, there's nothing else. It's only their way. They know everything. They were the biggest, worst, most flattered theory people on the planet. And could not see that we're 360, that different people will have different ideas and opinion. They pushed Jinnah, Jinnah caused the genocide, used the rhetoric of uh, Hindus, minorities and Hindus, and where that's where it comes from. Uh, minority Muslims, we need Pakistan. Minority Muslims, we need to free ourselves from the Hindus, the big bad Hindu. That rhetoric continued into the uh, post-independence uh, uh, era, and from then onwards, the, the sick, sick Marxist Socialist Congress uh, took that narrative and continued playing it to protect the big bad, the, the poor little Muslim from the big bad Hindu, which in reality, the conflict was caused by themselves in order to fight for the sole power grab, for holding on to power themselves and no one else to hold power um, so that they could rewrite the history of the country and rework the country along their flat earth socialist mind, mindset. Now, socialism is European, Marxism is European, secularism is European, and the Hindus are bad. So basically, it's still a, a hangover, a colonial hangover, because the colonies have not gone. We still expect to be slaves. And behind that, they have run a rhetoric as Teflon coating for their nonsense. So this control of the template, um, of the temples, was also deliberate to destroy the social fabric of the country.
Okay, so along with their narrative, they, they took over the temples of the country to destroy the social fabric that the power doesn't go back. Uh, the Hindus and, and, the, and, the, and the people do not heal, do not resurrect themselves. So they take off the fish net, the, the social network, so that the Hindus continue being poor and weak. They institute uh, Christian schools all over the place and say that the Christians are better. They, pro they promote the Christian oh, um, egalitarian point of view when the Christians themselves were colonial empires, divisive people only using div divide and rule to rule a land. And, and today we've become a land of uh, divisive Indian politicians, journalists, Teflon coating of journalists pointing fingers at the BJP um, to to say that the BJP has a communal instinct. No, it's not. It's the Congress. It is the media who's playing this divide and rule game, and the three fingers are pointing back at them. Uh, now, um, so Christian and Islamic bots instigate. And heckle all the time. They use emotion. They use violence. They use mental violence. They use ideological violence. Then use us as as uh, bots to do their dirty work. When the conflict arises, they blame the Hindus against the minorities. It's the same rhetoric all the time. Well, why was this narrative set? The Congress controlled the media and the academia, played the secular card. And slowly but surely, blame the uh, docile Hindus and the RSS for all. Now, this is the fault of the Hindus too. Why did they remain docile? Why did they lose the war? Why did they lose the narrative battle? Why was the, uh, the, the RSS not working or other, uh, other groups not working on it um, and, and putting out their narrative there? I mean, yes, they lost the war, so they had to rebuild from scratch, but... The fault is also the Hindus, that they have kept quiet for so long. They've taken it, taken it, taken it. Now we want to rise up, but we do not want to take our responsibility. And so it's very important to understand that we've, we've been um, heckled and, and, and degraded uh, with this narrative. But we have to have a narrative of our own. We have to rise up, use the civilization ethos, uh, explain the problems, explain the docileness, explain that we're not flattered, we're cyclic, and we have the right to rise up. Doesn't mean we have to put someone down. Doesn't mean the others have to disappear. Our civilization ethos is inclusive. It's not exclusive like the Abrahamic groups and the socialist Marxist groups. Um, so that means the Hindu is, is born on this earth only for submitting in silence to Abrahamic supremacy. Why don't they just say that they, you know, they are still in the business of slavery? Why do they change labels all the time? Well, the victors always write history and set the narrative. And this is what the Congress did. And every leftist sham group media house does the same thing does only one thing, to convince themselves to spit hate against Hindus, okay, or uh, weak, docile Hindus, should I say, through the BJP and the RSS, okay. Do you know that Christians in Islam states have killed more people since 1947 than the RSS, BJP, Sangh Parishad all put together? 
yes, Christian groups, Islamic groups have killed more people on this planet than the BJP and RSS. And, and, and the BJP is a political party. They don't kill and neither does the RSS. But sometimes you have people involved in, in anti, um, anti-national activities. Yes, you do. And every group has its extremists. Um, but they, they will never talk about that. They want to call the swastika Nazi symbol. They want to paint the BJP as fascist. But they do not want to say that the cross and the, and the Islamic moon have done more damage to this planet, killed more people, destroyed more lives, created more trauma. Will they break down every single church and mosque in this country? No, but they want to, def- they want to destroy every single temple because they cannot stand that their supremacist worldview is challenged. And that is important. To camouflage this debacle of the 1947 partition, they have Teflon coded themselves with divide and rule policies for 70 years, blaming the Hindus for caste, power, Dalit, uh, uh, fascism, lynching. They show only what they want uh, and feed you with this narrative and then go to Cambridge and say, oh no, the BJP is controlling the academia and the media, when in reality they are still controlling the media from the back row, very much like they did when they were in power. Uh, so, nev- so the media plays the game, blames the BJP at every corner and the communists for communal instinct. In reality, it's not the BJP who they want. They are against every single dharmic person, every single Hindu person. And as a child growing up in a Christian home, we were brainwashed to say that Hindus are bad. Hindus are caste. The word Hindu was negative. It was degrading and divisive and narrative building from the time we are born. And we are still brainwashed that way. Uh, And the church involves themselves in politics every single time. Okay. The church is politics. It's not about religion. They're using the religion card and so is Islam, but both of them are relics of political empires. Very important to say. I would like to point out that the media, that when that when you point your fingers at others, you do not show us who we are. But when you point the fingers at others, you show me a mirror image of who you are. So the media pointing fingers, their divisive fingers, one side to the other, building this narrative of us versus them, David versus Goliath, heaven versus hell, rich versus poor, Hindu versus Muslim. They're only pointing out their fingers at their ignorance, not at the planet, not at us, definitely not at the Hindus. And I'm I'm saying this as an ex-Christian. I'm saying it as an ex-minority. And and absolutely, they they do not... um, they, they, They do not support anything Hindic at all. Um, so, uh, this divide and rule name calling, heckling one side to the other to justify their flat earth, um, us versus them journalism is not going to heal. It, 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 um, it will only heat things up, make it worse. And we know that. And we need to heal, my friends. And we do not need this device of politics. We need to heal. It's very important from the inside. The currents that form the ways, offload the baggage. Every cycle, every junction in life, you need to make an intellectual laboratory. Look at all 360 degrees. Offload the negative. Learn from that junction. Apply that to yourself and use that knowledge to 
rise up to power on the next day when the sun rises and heal. Because without healing on the inside, without having that conversation with your friends, you cannot have conversations on your street. And then you will have sick media houses and journalists playing the divide and rule card, the poor victim card, the Islamic card, the Muslim card, the supremacist card, the Christian card, and that is not going to work. In order to back the work lot um the whole lot of uh, flat earth people, journalists worldwide, um, and the Marxist cabal in the UK, US, Europe, Canada, have made strong bedfellows, strange bedfellows with IT social media companies that uh, ban any book on Hinduism or Hindus um, on Amazon and these big media houses. Uh, so they, they're not about multiculturalism, they're not about secularism, yet they want to ban Hinduism um, and they want to ban Dharma, and they want to ban anything to do with Narendra Bodhi. How do you call yourself multicultural and then pretend to ban someone else? Uh, why? Because they never cared about multiculturalism or secularism in the first place. It was a synthetic foil used as a Teflon coating to deflect the blame from anyone or on anyone who did not submit to their worldviews and to their infighting. That is India, not China, as China is very powerful. Hence, like Netanyahu says yesterday, and I said this in my podcast, um, we need power, my friends, economic power to rise up, then military power, um, then diplomatic power. If not, these synthetic secular scamsters will destroy you with the perception that they put in your mind generation after generation, and eventually they will destroy the civilization. So this a narrative of theirs that the BJP is has a communal instinct or the Hindus have a communal instinct. It is a narrative. It's a perception only to divide you, to hurt you. Do not believe in them. Throw it out. Heal from the inside. Fill yourself with knowledge. Have that conversation and offload the rent-free space in your mind and your currents will form the ways peacefully, it'll be calm, it'll not be violent. Balance yagna, align yourself with something that is positive and not negative. Offload the negativity, offload the brainwashing, the the narratives, the perception, and you will be free and you will heal. And that's what we need to do, heal, because we all are drops of the same ocean. We will all go back into the ocean and come back as currents and waves. We are part of the ocean. We are not divided and ruled. We are not separate. And even if the media makes this perception, we have to rise above it. So thank you very much for your time. I hope I, I, I was able to articulate myself because I was a little bit... Um, angry should I say because I did not like what I hear heard on uh on the media houses um and I had to put my comment in so thank you very much for your time I wish you a great day and see you tomorrow